1: This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL.
0: This is the Broadway Boys Podcast through the Hockey Podcast Network, and we are back with Season 5, Episode 8. As the New York Rangers are coming off a 2-1 win against the Arizona Coyotes in their home opener at Madison Square Garden, and I have to say, I uh, I like this Arizona Coyotes team. They're a scrappy bunch, bunch of players that are uh, uh, that got they got some skill. Um, I think they lack a little depth, uh, maybe some goaltending, but you know, overall, I mean, this team is going to be a pain in the ass to play against all season long and the rangers are you know able to find a way to win uh against a team that i think matches up pretty well against the new york rangers uh you know they i think i think the coyotes they they have speed they have some skill uh they have some grit uh i think the new york rangers uh not that they took them lightly but you know i think their speed catches them off guard at times uh forces you know a lot of the rangers players to you know, turn the puck over and make silly mistakes. And, you know, w- when you get in a, a zone where you feel like you need to rush everything and do things quicker, you tend to make more mistakes. And I think that's what the Rangers did. But, you know, luckily they, you know, they had goaltending and, and, you know, they played a solid game against a, a scrappy team and they did really well. So, I, uh, you know, it's not the the big blowout that I wanted from last podcast, but it is what it is. Uh you walk away with a regulation win. Um and you know, again, special teams was the difference maker, uh scoring a late power play goal. Uh Vinny Trocheck. Uh if you haven't heard, Vinny Trocheck tipped the puck. Joe or uh, Sam, I mean, how many times was Joe going to go back to the replay and say, "I think Vinny Trocheck tipped the puck. I think he tipped the puck. I think he tipped the puck." Sam, I think he tips the puck. I, he tips the puck. When? When's all, all right? We get it. Who cares? It doesn't matter. It's the go-ahead goal late in the third period. It's like, can we in the middle of the third period? Can we just like move on? Does it matter if Panarin got it or Trocheck tips it? Jesus! It was a it was a, a shot on get a shot on goal. It gets tipped uh, by the uh, you know the Arizona player, and then Trocheck tip, tips it. That's it. I mean, he, he must have mentioned that like 15 times in a row. It's like, dude, get over it. Holy shit. But uh, anyway, power play goal, difference maker, special teams, been harping this for the last five podcasts. That's going to be the difference maker in this on with this team. The Rangers have the skill to make teams pay. And good teams with good special teams find, you know, find that they're winning a lot more often than not. So, uh, yeah. So for the New York Rangers, I think, You know, they got to, you know, take this win, be proud of it and move on. And you're going to play, I think, a a well-coached team that's in a middle of a transition right now as, you know, they get a new coach and new management, uh, Barry Trotz taking over as the like hockey opera, whatever they call it nowadays, Uh, over in Nashville. uh, Brunette's the coach, uh, very familiar opponent there. So, you know, we're going to have our hands full on Thursday night. And I think the New York Rangers need to take a, a note out of the, uh, the Edmonton playbook and realize that it's going to take speed, getting pucks to the net, surrounding the net, you know, get, plant your body in the guts of the ice and and plant yourself there and, and bang home rebounds and find ways to score scrappy goals. And because, you know, we don't have the the skill that McDavid and dry will have and, Um, I, we don't have the power play with them that, you know, them Hyman looks good. Uh, Nugent Hopkins is unbelievable. Um, their top forwards just take over games. We don't have that. We got to work as a whole combo, four lines rolling, uh, wave after wave, just take down the Nashville predators. Um, you know, don't let Yossi accomplish anything. He looks not the same, uh, which is good, I guess for Fox, if there's any hope that Fox, you know, turns it up and and makes a run at the Norris, but yeah, I think, you know, a very beatable Nashville Predators team, it sucks that they got crushed, and then they come to New York and have to play because they're going to look to shake that, uh, that game, you know, off their backs and, and kind of move on, and, you know, it's funny that the Edmonton Oilers had a rough start, and Burnett said before the game, it sucks, basically. He's, the sum it up in in not so pleasant words, but it sucks to have to play the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, you know, coming off the this like shit, you know, period of games that they've been playing, and of course, you knew it was coming. The floodgates opened. Edmonton just found you know ways to just score, score, score. Like they, they were up four nothing after the first period. Game was over, and you know, I watched. Uh, I watched a lot of that first period, and I have to say, you know, Nashville hung in there. It just every time there was an opportunity to score, I mean, man, Edmonton made them pay the price. It's it's something that I envy, you know? Um, but yeah, no, the New York Rangers, again, are going to have to play uh, a scrappy game. They're going to have to, you know, get dirty and find the guts of the ice and and bang home dirty goals. It's not going to be tic-tac-toe and pretty. Uh, you know, that's not our, our makeup right now. So, you know, again, New York, coming off you know they won the special teams they went one for three in the power play against Arizona Arizona went one for five so you win the special teams game um and I I have to say especially towards the end of that game it got chippy it felt like a it felt like a playoff game and you know definitely not definitely not the vibe that you get from a Monday night Arizona Coyote game at the Garden uh yeah I mean the boys were scrapping I think it was you know, pretty clean both ways. I mean, the Lindgren had a nice little, it was kind of a high, high little hit there, but uh, things got, you know, escalated from there. It was pretty good. I like it. I like to see that shit. I like to see it early in the season. It gets the boys into it, sticking up for one another, uh, you know, rally the troops and and, and, let's go into, uh, you know, let's go into battle again against Nashville. So, Yeah, overall, uh, I'm pleased with the win, squeaking out a 2-1 win against Arizona. Uh, It's good to see. Uh, Though I do have some concerns, and I think this is, you know, nothing new. I'm not, you know, probably reinventing the wheel here with these takes. But um, the New York Rangers, you know, scoring depth, I think, is going to be is going to be frustrating all season. You know, I just don't think they're going to have the scoring depth. You have Kreider, you have Zibanejad, you have you know, Panarin, maybe Trocheck, But again, the bottom six has to put the puck in the net. I mean, you have games against, um, you know, borderline bottom feeder of uh, Blue Jackets team. You have a gritty Arizona Coyotes team that's probably going to be on the outside looking in come playoff time. And then you had, you know, the opening night against Buffalo. And, you know, you want to see our bottom six really contribute, you know, especially in a tight game against Arizona. Arizona. Could you imagine having, you know, fourth line that chips the puck in against that team? You know, that's what you kind of want. That's what you need in games like that. Uh, and hopefully we see it, you know, in the future, especially against a team like Nashville, who, you know, again, probably a little top heavy, got, you know, a couple solid forwards. Yossi, you know, on the back end has a, a hell of an offensive touch, uh, good goaltending. I'm not sure who they're going to be starting that game. Rangers are going to have to bear down because I would imagine they're going to start quick. So if it's a tight game and, you know, a lot of shots on goal, you know, the Rangers are probably going to be, you know, either playing from behind or, or, uh, you know, playing a more desperate game to keep shots limited and going to have to block shots. And yeah, it's going to be uh it's going to be interesting to see how they play in front of quick. And, you know, I think more people than I are very worried about him. I'm not so much, you know, I think. During the preseason, the guy coming off this winning the Stanley Cup as a backup goaltender, he knows his role, he knows his place. He's, he sees the writing on the wall that, you know, he's not the center of attention anymore. You know, he's going to have to, you know, learn to live out of the limelight and enjoy his ride as a backup goaltender in New York. I don't think he has a problem with that. Otherwise, he wouldn't have come aboard knowing that he's the number two. Uh, he saw that he can still win a cup. Uh, and I know he struggled in, you know, Vegas, but still at the end of the day, uh, I'm not worried. The guy's a professional. You can't judge a guy like that on preseason. You just can't let's see what he has in the regular season. And if I'm wearing egg on my face, I'll uh, totally admit it. Um, but I'm going to keep this part, you know, optimistic and, you know, I'm not going to blame if the, you know, again, if we lose two to one, I'm not going to blame quick, even if there's a soft goal, because you got to be able to score three, four goals against Nashville. You have to, you know, that's how you beat those teams. Um, we got to get an offensive touch here and, uh, yeah, we have to be desperate for goals. You know, we got to want to score goals. Scoring goals is fun. It should be the main objective every time you're out on the ice. And, you know, I, I think the New York Rangers are, are obviously, you know, with the new coach, they want to, you know, lock down that, you know, defensive zone, rightfully so work through the neutral zone and then finally put the offensive zone together. But, you know, we're too, you know, we're too, you know, we're too far along in this process to, to be scratching our heads where the offense is sometimes, uh, you know, and you got to make them pay and you got to make these goalies pay. You got to make this team's, you know, defensive lapses, you know, you got to take advantage of them. And right now the schedule is pretty soft. You got a lot of teams that are not going to be at the top of the standings. So again, you have to take advantage of it. Um, 28 shots on goal to 27. Again, it was an even game. I really thought it was even. You know, I thought both teams, you know, I I thought both teams played hard. Like I'm not discouraged with how the Rangers played. I think they really kind of handled themselves pretty good. And, you know, again, it's just... It's just going to be one of those things where can the Rangers put teams like that away more often than not? And, you know, so we'll see. You know, we have one more game at home until we go uh, on Saturday. We head out west to Seattle. we got the Seattle Kraken at 10 p.m. And we face uh, Calgary. What else do we have? Of course, the fucking website only gives you like three days at a time. It's just so pathetic. This whole website, this app thing is a joke. Absolute freaking joke. The other day they had Arizona with an empty net uh, per Franny Sill from the Ville. And then they had nine minute a screenshot at this one, a nine minute power play for some team. Like, come on, let's can we grow up a little bit? It's like, can we put together a decent product? You're only a fucking professional organization, you know, uh, a, one of the four major sports.
1: The NFL season is going strong. And DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet $5 on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code THPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling by calling 888 789 7777 or visiting ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, Louisiana. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com/football/terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible
0: gaming resources. And then we, uh, we closed the road trip with Edmonton, Vancouver, Winnipeg. They really just do fucking three days at a time. Or they're doing weeks, I get it. But it's like it's three games per week. And then we head back home and play uh, the Hurricanes and then right back on the road. So, you know, the, the Rangers, again, are really going to have to fucking bear down here and find ways to win and, you know, beat these teams, especially on the road uh i'm not concerned about us on the road we usually do pretty good we usually struggle at home so the fact that you know we beat arizona at home if we can get two points against nashville that'd be huge and then we go out west and we should be able to take take care of business i mean fucking seattle fuck seattle they're gonna be a bottom dweller this season you know they're awful i mean they I, they're i think they're starting to season zero and four we should just fucking steamroll through them and we should want to um you know, and then, you know, the rest of the teams out West, you know, they are what they are. They're nothing special. I mean, Edmonton obviously has two of the most gifted hockey players in the world right now, but we can beat them. Like, I'm not scared of them. So, you know, again, it's up to if our superstars can play like superstars, if we get some scoring depth out West. I think we can have a successful road trip. But again, we got to first take care of business against the Nashville Predators. Uh, to, if you're listening to this, this tonight, I'm obviously doing this Wednesday night. Uh yeah, so you know, I I think so far, you know, looking at the NHL standings, obviously, you know, things are going to be shifting around, but you know, you can tell what the elite teams are. Uh I told you right off the bat that the New Jersey Devils might struggle. And I think they're I think they're finding that it's a little bit more difficult when the targets on your back. Uh when teams kind of know your identity, uh they're preparing for your speed they uh are taking periods off at a time and you know I, speaking to some devil fans it's pretty frustrating you know not playing the full 60 minute game saw on twitter that they uh had to back skate skate them so um yeah doing a little sprints and you know blue line to red line just keeps going back and forth it sucks but again you know the rangers you know, had that inconsistency after a really good year too. So let's see, you know, if that's going to happen to the Devils all season long. We'll see. We will see. Uh, you know, New York Islanders are 2-0. and uh, big shutout win against the Arizona Coyotes one nothing. Uh, so, you know, they're not going to be the pushover that everybody thinks they are. Uh, Penguins look pretty good after that opening night loss against the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, you know, Washington Capitals, you know, I. you always think they're out and then they fucking find a way to claw back in it. You know, they, they had a nice comeback win against the Calgary Flames. I was kind of hoping that they would be a bottom dweller. Uh, you know, Flyers are 2 and one Yeah, so there's a lot of, a lot of the teams that, you know, you think they're going to be pushovers haven't been so far. Um, Florida's struggling, but they beat the Devils. Uh, the Buffalo Sabres don't th- seem to be as good as probably everyone projected them to be, including myself. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning are finding that it's a struggle not having Stamkos and Vasilevsky, and you know, you know where they where can they find you know uh, consistency in their in their game and lineup. So a lot of question marks in the the Eastern Conference teams. The West, I don't know what what the fuck's happening. The Dallas Stars seems they just don't play because they drafted Robertson and Ottinger, um, and they just don't seem to ever play. And when they do play, they stink. So, uh, not stink, but like they don't score goals. You know, I expect Robertson to have, you know, at least two points a night. It'd be nice. Uh, obviously not two points a night, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, uh, golden Knights fucking four or no. Haven't, haven't fucking missed a beat here. Uh, they look really good and they look like a team that could absolutely, uh, repeat, uh, which would be pretty good. LA Kings, I'm a little disappointed with. Uh, not seeing much out of them. Uh, everything, you know, Edmonton had a slow start, but they, you know, bounced back that last game. Kraken look awful. Uh, they think they can definitely be at the end of the standings, and San Jose Sharks stink too. Uh, Nashville, oh, Nashville's 1-3. Yeah, we should run right over them. We really should. Uh, Winnipeg Jets give up too many goals to be good. Uh, otherwise... Um, yeah, they're gonna I think they're gonna be a team that, that kind of falls apart. I don't know what to make the, out of St. Louis. I, I feel like they're just gonna be hover around five hundred. Same thing with Minnesota Wild. They're gonna be, you know, just those five hundred teams that make moves at the end of the season. Uh, you know, to either make the playoffs or just fall apart. That's my prediction there. But uh yeah. Um The last thing I really wanted to talk about was Patrick Kane. I mentioned his name last podcast and that we would end up with him. You know, my thoughts on Patrick Kane, you know, reading what I've seen on the NHL, that, you know, he's going to make his decision on where he wants to go. Listen, as a New York Ranger fan, do I want Patrick Kane? No, I don't. If we end up with him, is that the worst thing in the world? It's it's not. It really honestly depends on what we can sign him for and bring him in for. Because if you're telling me we get Patrick Kane for less than what we're paying Goudreau and we ship Goudreau out, then that's a no brainer. Uh, you know, I think we have enough quote unquote Goudreaux on this team that we can find ways to do what he does a little bit cheaper. You bring in Patrick Kane, maybe catch lightning in a bottle one last season. Again, I'm not a doctor. I don't know what kind of hip surgery he really had and what that actually entails, if that's really going to affect him and slow him down. Um, he's a cerebral player. Uh, he sees the ice really well. He's not a burner, so to speak, although he does have highlight rails where, you know, he obviously can beat you to the outside, and make you look foolish. But he's a guy that when he get, gathers the puck, he likes the, those short little bursts of speed. And that's where I worry about what type of player he's going to be after the surgery. Now, everyone's comparing Patrick Kane to last season. And I don't think that's fair. I mean, he hurt his hip. He clearly was hurt when he came to New York. That's why I thought it was stupid that we got him. I mean, obviously, I rooted for the guy when he got here because, you know, he was supposed to help us win a Stanley Cup. But, you know, he really wasn't the reason why we sucked. You know, it was pretty much everybody else. I thought he was one of the one forwards that actually played halfway decent, considering he was hurt. So again, it, it's one of those things where it's a you're gambling, for sure, but the payout could be huge, considering the price. If the price is pretty steep, he's not coming here, so we don't have to really worry about that too much. Um, you know, Detroit could obviously sign him. Uh, I've seen Florida. I don't know what Florida's cap situation looks like, but I can't imagine it being that great. Um, but, you know, if he's going to make a few more million dollars and not have to pay income tax, he's probably going to pick Florida. Um, but then again, if Florida's still squandering and, you know, they only got a, a handful of wins come November, does he want to risk it and, and not be, you know, be a you know cusp playoff team? You know, if the Rangers are kind of cruising along... Would he want to jump to where you know he was last last season, kind of pick up where he left off in a familiar city, uh, you know, Broadway, and you know, I don't know, I, I don't know if that's appealing to him, or does he want to go to a place like Buffalo, his hometown, and kind of ride off into the sunset? You know, Buffalo right now is one and two, struggling, you know, to find themselves a little bit here in the first few games, but overall. You know, Buffalo, he's going to be playing. He's going to be playing in front of his hometown. You know, that might be meaningful for him. Or does he want one last crack at the Stanley Cup and go to a team that he thinks is going to be uh, a competitor? I don't know. All I know, as long as he doesn't go to Carolina, the Islanders, he's obviously not going to go there. But Pittsburgh, Philly, and the Devils are the only teams, really, that I don't want him because i do want to root for the guy you know he is one of the best american players to ever play and uh yeah it just it's it sucks and it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty wild to see where he picks and for what price uh then Luke's flash i am gonna be rooting for him because i i picked him up in uh uh, i moved warinski to ir and I picked up Patrick Kane. I'm like, you know what? Let's see what we got. I can go with uh, one less defenseman for a couple of weeks here. Uh, Patrick Kane joins the team, hopefully the Rangers, so I can watch him and root for him. But we'll, we will see. And the reason I'm optimistic is because, listen, if the price is $5 million, buy, see ya. Ain't taking that risk. But if the price is for, you know, $2 million, and that's what he's willing to take to come to New York... You know, you get rid of Goudreau, you open up a little bit more cap, bank that shit, and uh, maybe make some moves at the trade deadline. We'll see. We will see. Uh, Unfortunately, I probably think if Goudreau's gone, the only person really able to move at the deadline is going to be a player like Lindgren, which probably wouldn't be ideal, uh, given the fact that if everyone saw that stat, that Lindgren is basically the only reason why we win on every given night. Um, just cause he does everything that nobody really wants to do on this team. You know, he is a difference maker like it or not. And yeah, let's see. Do I have anything else for you? Um, yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's about it. I know this is short and sweet. Um, you know, a- Andy obviously is, uh, still on vacation. Uh, once he comes back, obviously I can't wait to get his take on everything and how he feels about the current state of the New York Rangers. And, you know, hopefully, you know, by the time he gets back on the Rangers will be, you know, in the middle of a little mini winning streak heading out West with a couple wins under a belt road wins. And, and, and we'll see, you know, again, it's just one game at a time, one shift at a time, you know, and, and you know Rangers got to take care of business keep winning the special teams battles uh you know keep locking up that you know defensive zone make things easy for our goaltending whoever's in net um let's not relo- let's not be that team that relies on goaltending and let's you know get some scoring depth let's let's see guys like Blake Wheeler put the puck in the net let's see uh, Nick Benino. I know he's itching for his first goals in New York Ranger um you know you know, I want to see you know Cooley get the puck in and that. I want him to be a little bit more aggressive, uh, you know, and play you know more physical, agitating style. Um, and you know, I, I also want to see the top six be a little bit more consistent and and fucking take feel like they take over a game. You know, I feel like we, you know I missed because of my roller hockey game. I missed a lot of the the Buffalo game, um, especially you know the you know opening period. You know, from what I've seen, it was very positive. I want to see that consistently. So I, I, you know, Lafreniere and Kako, this can't be, this can't be fucking another year where we're trying to find ourselves. Let's fucking find our game. Let's find consistency. Let's put the puck. Let's get some points. Get some apples. Feel good about yourselves. And you know, again, one shift, one period, you know, one game at a time. And you know, we'll we'll be in a good spot by the end of the year. I mean, there's a lot of teams right now that are struggling. You know, the you see teams like Tampa, it's a little shaky. You know, you see teams like the Devils that find they're finding out that it's not that easy to be, you know, be the top dog and and have the target on your back. Um, but you know, the teams that you feel like that are loose, that are having fun, New York Islanders, you know, they're they're finding ways to win. The Pittsburgh Penguins shook that first loss off, and they're finding ways to win. You know, it's uh, again, it's not it's not an easy thing to be consistent, but it's probably the most important thing. And if we can be consistently uh, in in a mode where, you know, we are locked down in defensive zone and can put the puck in the net, we are going to be a very, very dangerous team because nobody's going to want to play us from behind. Everyone's going to, you know, knowing that the New York Rangers are fucking a shutdown team once they get the lead. Let's be that team. Let's, uh, let's win some fucking hockey games, and uh, let's beat Nashville tonight, and then let's head out west and take care of business on our road trip. Uh, it's Thursday when you're listening to this, so we'll speak again on Monday. Thank you for listening to the Broadway
1: Boys Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, at Broadway BroadwayBoysPod, and please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or the hockeypodcastnetwork.com.